0: Making perfect spice choices for healthy
1: food is important to manage chronic diseases. We have focused on a specific line of spices that can really fit your diabetic lifestyle. Our spice flavors are a game changer. We have created unique blends of all-purpose seasonings that are salt-free,
0: gluten-free, with no additives and preservatives, great for chronic conditions like high blood pressure, obesity, and heart disease. These spices contain antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal properties, and improve digestive function and metabolism. Choose diabetic cuisine spices for your family to feel more safe, confident, and support healthy aging.
2: Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Transparency Talks Podcast. I am your girl, your hostess with the Moses, Rocker. Listen, we have an amazing show for you today. And make sure that you guys tune in each and every Thursday. We are going live on Facebook and on YouTube, and then it goes out to all of the radio stations and platforms that I'm on on Mondays. So... Well, starting on Mondays. So without further ado, I would like to introduce to everyone. Gloria Ward is an entrepreneur, a revenue strategist. She's an author and a new thought leader who has devoted her life to helping women and women businesses owners around the world discover their own uniqueness and start and build their businesses. Can you please show some love to Gloria Ward?
1: Oh wow! Thank you, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. I love the intro too.
2: Thank you, thank you so much. I I did my own music with that. Also. Really? Yeah. So That's thank you.
1: amazing.
2: <laughs> so I like to dive right on in. Can you tell everybody a little bit of background about you, and then we just broke down a lot of things. Well, we just talked. I just mentioned a lot of things, so we're gonna break all of these things down that you did.
1: Yeah, I can tell you guys, I've, I've been a business owner for a little bit more, hold on, let me fix this, a little bit more than 18 years, and uh, it's been a wonderful journey, it has been... Uh, a lot of testing and trials but it has all been worth it um i actually have three businesses i have an investment firm i have my wonderful baby which is the i'm loving me project and like you mentioned before you know i'm a revenue strategist i help women-owned businesses grow i help you i teach you how to scale i teach you how to start i teach you how to get that edge that you need in order to not only try to beat out your competition, but work with them in order for you to actually scale and grow. So, you know, uh, I I started this when I was in college, just fixing people's computers, fixing students computers. And then it just took off from there. And I'm, I love it. I love it.
2: Okay. Well, you do realize going from computers to fixing people's revenues is totally different
1: girl tell me about Tell me about it. But you know, it was so crazy because I had to fix mine first. Right? Right. See, what a lot of people don't understand is, is that when you are in technology and in computers, it really doesn't take a lot of money to get started. It takes a lot of brain power. You have to know how to solve problems, right? So if you know how to solve problems, they give you money. If you can fix this computer. I will give you some money. So there is no real exchange where I don't have to give you something to give me something, right? That is tangible, like money. I just have to know what to do. And so that was a little bit of an advantage for me, because as long as you knew the solution and what to do, you was able to make some money. And then you take that and then you invest that and you take that and you invest that. So through that, I was able to become a really good problem solver. And that's how it all came together.
2: Okay. Well, I have a degree in computer information systems, right? Uh But no one has ever said, okay program my computer and help me with my finances. So we're going to touch on this revenue strategist because I'm very intrigued to see how you went from one to the other, because like I said, yes, we are definitely problem solvers, but it's a big difference of fixing my computer versus fixing my finances and helping me grow and all of these things that you just mentioned. How did you get started being a revenue
1: strategist? I, uh, had to look at my finances and I had to do a lot of problem solving. So first it was, I had this, uh, big project, right. Um, I was working with a company and the, the goal was to see how we can increase the revenue, go from, uh, whatever it is that they were making to like, uh, almost a half million dollars, a, a small project, right? And so uh, the challenge was, well, how can we actually do that based on the revenues that they have? Uh, they were a, a leather company. So they were selling the raw leather, right, to their um, to their customers. And the customers was taking that and they were um, making jewelry out of it. And, and things like that right necklaces and things so I said okay so uh, what are our options and he said well we only make you know a million dollars a year right right now but we want to be able to increase that and I was like okay so let's see the different channels how are you actually marketing your business and they said well most of our stuff is direct to consumer And I said, okay. well, if we're doing direct to consumer, then if you are selling a raw product, then who else can be involved to help you sell the raw product so that you don't have to hire a whole bunch of salespeople? Who are the people who can complement this product in order to make it happen? So they said, well, you know, we do have a couple of people, you know, that we work with, but the problem is, is that what we sell our product to them for, you know, they want to turn it around and make more money. Right. And I said, of course, because their job is to go ahead and make a profit, right? So you sell it to them for less and they can go ahead and mark it up. So they said, yeah, but the problem was if, uh, the customers found their product online, it was like, you could go to the original person who they sold it to for less than them. Mm. Right. So I told them, I said, you know, what if we go ahead and give them a break, uh, on the front end where we can go ahead and give them the product at a discount. They can add it to their website as the same price as you, right.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: and anything and anything that goes over or any other projects you have they make money on the back end right because remember they're doing the same thing they're taking the product and they're selling it and they're making jewelry but they're also using it to go ahead and make their own jewelry to sell Mm -hmm. so why not go ahead and give them a break on that and then help them promote because, see, the problem is, is that the reason why you only making a million dollars a year is because you don't know how to market yourself. Mm-hmm. right? And if you knew how to market yourself, then you'll be able to go ahead and make more money. So they said, well, how we could do that? So I said, well, if you all if you all put your money together and use an online channel, then you all could make money at the same time because you're in a rotator. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is where the technology comes in because I said, okay, well, if you all put your money together and let's say you do a Google ads campaign and you have that in a rotator, if everything is the same price, you're going to get a sale. You're going to get a sale. You're going to get a sale. You're going to get a sale and it's all going to rotate. Right. But Mm -hmm. you only have one budget. So if you have one budget and you're rotating and everybody is making some money, then at the end of the month, Everybody made some money. Everybody made some online sales and everybody made some customers, right? So now the key is, what can you do together on the back end in order to make that work? Well, we can all get together. We can have a conference. We can all get together. We can have a little workshop, make earrings, make this, make that. And that's cash money. You get it? Mm -hmm. Oh, they ate that up. (laughs) They ate that up. So it's, it's about looking at the business model and figuring out how can you improve and make it better. And looking at the different channels you have and figuring out what's missing, right? Because if you have something I don't have, but we could partner together, then why not? Right. Mm -hmm. So the whole key that was lacking in this particular situation was the marketing dollars wasn't there, but mm-hmm. if everybody is selling the same product and they're getting the product from you, why not put your money together and you all market together and have what they call a co-op? Media does it all the time. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, I'm seeing how that brain is working. I'm lightning. I'm I'm about to have you fix my computer. <laughs> yeah, fix my finances with this <laughs>
4: revenue. Yeah. I on them plenty scars, but I ain't foldin' anxiety Taxi got me chain smokin'
2: When you do hire or when someone is trying to hire you, what is your process in, in working with them? Uh,
1: Basically what we, what I do is, it's, you know, I take a look at where you are, you know, Mm. um, what have you been doing over the past uh, couple of years or months or just starting out uh, that's either have been working or uh, what you would like to happen. So for example, if you know that you know online is working for you mm-hmm. and you just need to take it up a notch but you really you know don't have the revenues to do that then that's when we look at the collaboration part, right? What is it that you have to offer someone else that will come and partner with you? So your little bit becomes a little bit bigger. Your little bit becomes a little bit bigger. Now, what you know is that you will have to sacrifice a little bit, right? Because you have to give to get, right? You have to give to get. So if you're going to have to give to get, you figure out how that partnership will work for you. But if you can stand on their own and and revenue is really, you know, not a problem, then we're looking at your process. Like, what is it that you're doing step by step where there is a breakdown? So, for example, the biggest breakdown that I see is customer service and follow up. Those are the two things. Mm -hmm. Right. You know how to you know how to call the people, you know how to get the sale, you know how to do the social media, you know how to do all those things. But once they buy your product, they don't hear from you anymore. If they Mm -hmm. have a question, you don't know. They don't know how to follow up with you because a lot of people don't even put their phone number or anything. They just put a contact page with an email address and the people are blind to it. I know if it happens to me, I'm not going to do it. Right. If I go to your website and I'm purchasing something and I don't see a number, I don't buy. And the reason why I don't buy is because I feel like I won't be able to find you if I have questions.
3: Hmm. And if
1: I send you an email in my head automatically, I'm thinking you're not going to answer me right away. Right. And so what I tell a lot of entrepreneurs, especially those who are a little bit more introverted or can't afford to have someone to uh, answer emails all day Mm -hmm. even though people do not like bots those little chat boxes there it alerts you on your phone and everything that you have that you had a question to come in Mm kind of like Facebook Messenger and things like that and that gives you the opportunity to go ahead and stay on top of your customer service and your follow-up if you are able to do that that's where the money is mm-hmm. because if i'm able to be an awesome customer and you're able to be the person that will really help me i will come back right because every and i want your audience to, to hear this and i'll say this anything instantly gratifying will be repeated mm. you understand anything instantly gratifying will be repeated if you can help someone right feel better about themselves they will love you for it they will be loyal to you right the strongest force in the earth is how you make a person feel their self-esteem so you focus on those things Mm -hmm. right you focus on those things. Every little thing that you do has to be focused around the person you're serving, because that's what you're in business for. Anyway, you love what you're doing and you love the fact that other people love it too. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Right. right. That's why, that's why you're doing it. Yeah. Right. So we find those cracks. And like I said, it's usually in those areas, because even, you know, like a baker I had, he loves to bake cakes. That's what he loves to do. And he said, Gloria, I don't I don't really like doing anything else. I love to bake cakes, I, you know, handling the front and the phone. And I leave that to someone else. Well, you leaving money on the table, honey, if you're doing that. Because the t- cakes taste great, but nobody would know how to get them if somebody don't pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. Somebody wants a cake for a birthday, and then they have to leave a voicemail that you check at night once you finish making all your cakes. The birthday's tomorrow. (laughs) You know?
2: Yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, So, you're definitely dropping some dimes. Now, if I'm brand new and I'm just starting out with my business, when Mm. would I look to hire a revenue strategist? Uh,
1: I would say in the beginning because you need to know a business model. You need Mm -hmm. to know what business models are. I have a a, a class that I teach called business model innovation. You need to know the different business models. Now, here's the thing that's that's great about this. Business models never change. Mm -hmm. You have to figure out the one that works for you and you have to be able to pull those business models that you can combine going back to the first example, right? So one business model you might use is direct to customer. You speak to the customer somehow, they buy from you, you send it to them in the mail, Mm -hmm. right? Or you send it through online and that's okay. That works for you. Right. But also you might want to be able to use, you know, the online route. And then you probably want to cross that with something else. Right. When you go to Amazon, they use two or three business models. They use the direct prime day. Right. Excuse me. That's subscription. So they use the subscription, the prime. They use direct with their ship. They cross market to you. They do a whole bunch of business models and they find the methods that you like. What is the best way to go ahead and get you to buy? Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Does the prime subscription model work? Does that business model work? Absolutely. We got prime day. We got all that stuff. People love to belong. Right. So if you love to belong and you're paying a subscription and it's a a monthly fee that you don't even think about. Netflix, Hulu, uh, Microsoft 365, all the software as a services and everything that's going on. Right. Right. If you don't think about it, you're going to keep it. But how long are you a customer, Butterbee? You think you're going to lose your email? Right. Forever. Right that prime day goes away. If yours get canceled, you asking the friend, right? That's right? true. Because it becomes vital when you need it. So the first thing that I tell uh, people who are new, what's a good business model for your business and how can we incorporate it where you get residual income? Because that's the name of the game. Anyway, if you're only uh, 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 doing direct sales and you got to hustle and get customers each and every month. You're not doing the other two things. You're not doing that Mm follow-up right. Mm -hmm. And and you're not uh, creating that customer service because that person should buy from you at least three or four times throughout the year. You should be able to get to know that person, know exactly what they buy, Uh, uh, start to get to know their birthday and and the things that they, you know, like and love and you sending them free samples and you letting them know the things that you have coming up until this person becomes an advocate for you and Mm -hmm. says, you know what? I'm going to give you my free package that Butterbee gave me because she sends me one every month and I'm giving it out to my friends. So that you guys can buy. And I want my daughter to have it. And I want my grandson to have it. You get it? I definitely get it. So you have to find that business model that works for you. Always some kind of residual goes into the model so you could continue to make money with your product. And it doesn't matter if you sell cakes, if you, you know, uh, 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 sell toys, whatever it is, you have to figure out how to package that way you create residual income.
4: It's faded love when things start to feel so mundane. But love ain't no joke, ain't no game you play for keeps. What I'm afraid of is fade. Love you for saw my name But love ain't no joke ain't no game When you play for keeps What I'm afraid of is failing love When I made a promise to
2: There are several ways you can tune in to Transparency Talk Podcasts, including Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Blaze One Radio in Atlanta, Squeaky Radio in Detroit, Glass FM in Nigeria, Soul City to Beat in Italy, London's Energy Radio in London, Rock Radio in Canada, Soul Fusion Radio in South Africa, and Q Mix Radio in Japan. You can listen in to any of the stations by going to ButterBeRocker.com. That's B U T T A B R O C K A.com. Follow me on all social medias at Transparency Talks Podcast, also at ButterBeRocker. And subscribe today to my YouTube channel at Transparency Talks Podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you now, I'm, I'm serious. You're going to be fixing my computers and helping me with <laughs> strategy. <laughs> I can help you. I, mean, I, I believe know. that I, you, you, I was so like mm-hmm. you were talking and, and I'm hearing all your examples and I'm like, yes, I, I bought into, it. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and what you're saying makes a lot of sense. So
1: yeah. And, and think about it, right? Think about what you buy every day.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Think about how you are a customer. The things that are going on right now, the music you listen to, the clothes you buy. The damn, uh, I went to, uh, what's that? Panera Bread. Mm-hmm. Do you know when you go to Panera Bread, you could go ahead and pay $6.95 a month to get unlimited drinks?
3: Mm-mm.
1: You can get these supercharged caffeine drinks, and they just have a little stand over there. And then you could come in and get as much as you want to drink each and every month as long as you pay your subscription. Oh, wow. Now, why is that? Because when the people during the pandemic are not coming through the doors and not ordering through DoorDash or something, if I'm sweating or running or whatever and I need a quick drink, I can come there, get it, and walk out the door. Wow right but that's what they're doing because everything right now is as a service
3: Mm -hmm.
2: okay all right well we're gonna skip on to you becoming an author you are the best-selling author of becoming truly you can you give us a synopsis about your book
1: yes so becoming truly you uh was my journey to actually Uh, Becoming the woman that I am right now. Um, This, the journey that I went on is originally I'm from New York and then I moved here to Atlanta in 97 to go to college. And um, I had to make a decision to just, you know, leave everything behind and take the journey because my grandmother didn't want me to leave, right? Uh, She wanted me to stick around and stay. And I told her, no, I, I, I saw a different world, and I want to go to that school, right? I wanted to do that. You know, my mom, uh, when I was seven years old, she died of AIDS. So my grandmother had to raise six of us, right? And so at that particular time, school was my outlet. That was my thing, because I was always brainwashed to go ahead and go to school so I could write my own ticket. But when it was time to go, she really didn't want to let me go. Right. Mm -hmm. Not because she she didn't want to see me go, but she was afraid that, you know, I wasn't going to make it. Right. And then when I got here, she didn't want me to be embarrassed about the fact that, you know, she didn't have any money to send me to college. Hmm. But I worked all that stuff out and I was able to stay and I was able to get two degrees and I was able to make things work. And then I got married and then I went through the challenges of marriage and then I went through a divorce. And then I went through a period where, you know, during that time I was getting DUIs and drinking every day and and wilding out doing whatever it is that I want, because at the same time, coming from new york to college to getting married i was never alone i never was in a period of where i had to be by myself and now my marriage was breaking up right now this whole thing of family wasn't there because my grandmother already passed and my family was scattered all around so i'm saying to myself well who the hell are you you smart right you smart you know how to make money but who are you? And I'm like, damn, I, I'm going to jail. <laughs> I'm going to jail and showing out, but I supposed to be this person, right? And then that's when I took a look in the mirror and I'm like, yo, glow, you 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 gotta get it together. This is not you, or is it, right? Mm-hmm. So I went on this journey of finding myself and that's where the I'm Loving Me Project came from. That's where the book came from because within that, I was able to discover that what what happened to me, Butterby, was I always learned how to survive. I didn't know how to live. Hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. I learned how to survive, meaning go to school, do your work, get out, do what you need to do, make money, make sure you pay your bills, make sure you have a place to stay, make sure you have all that stuff. Oh, I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic at that. But what happens when somebody says they love you, but they don't love you anymore? How you handle that? How you handle the fact that you know, you you really never had a mother in your life. So you don't even know how to do things. You don't know how to do things. You don't even know who you can go and talk to in a, in a, in a, in a nighttime when you are struggling with things with relationships and all that because you don't have that
3: mm-hmm. you
1: got friends right? But you don't have that. So I had one piece only because she, she, my grandmother did what she knew how to do. She had to teach me how to survive because she knew I wasn't going to be there. She wasn't going to be there. Right. And that's what she did. But the other piece, I had to figure that out. And once I did, that's when I became truly myself, girl. So it got, it got better. You know, it got better and I'm still on that journey and I'm happy, right? I'm happy. But yeah, that's what the book is about. And that's what it really inspired my journey to becoming truly myself. And it's inspirational too, to anybody who reads it, that, you know, it, everything that we go through, we have to know that that is a test. And the reason why you're going through it is because you've never been through it before. And if you're going through it multiple times and you're in the same situation then it ain't God, it ain't the outside people is you. Mm -hmm.
2: Okay. So that made you create the I'm loving me project. Can you go a little bit more
1: about what that is? Oh man. The I'm loving me project is that's my baby. That's, that's, that's my love right there because it is a platform for women where we can come whether you have a career, a business, if you are just a mom or anyone, and you have that ability to finally have a voice with no judgment, with the opportunity to have that support that you need in any area of your life and where you are in life at a particular point, right? There's a lot of women who have not, gotten over what happened to them why because you don't get over it right you learn how to manage it but nobody tells you that they tell you that happened 20 30 years ago why are you still there because that shit still hurts right the reason why I can't love you is because of what happened to me because you know why I never knew what love was and what love was taught to me was considered to be nasty So I'm only going through the motions with you, but I can't tell you that. You get it? Mm
3: -hmm.
1: I can't tell you that because it bothers me and it hurts me, but I know that I deserve love. I just don't know how to give it. I don't know what it is. And, And people say, well, how do you not know what love is? Because what love was shown to me was in an act that wasn't pleasant for me. Right, And it could be anything. It could be depression. It could be the fact that you're just trying to figure out what you're going to do with your life. It could be that you're just tired of being stuck and you are afraid to move on and you need that little support and nudge. So the I'm Loving Me Project is just that. It's a platform for women. We have events. We have programs. we got a program that I love called The Seasons of Life. Because a lot of women don't understand what season they're in in their life. Mm. You might be in winter, spring, summer, fall, and you don't know. And you're wondering why things are happening. But once you understand what season you're in, you know how to manage it well. When you're in winter and you need to sit back and you need to reflect and You see that you have a lot of challenges coming up. You could prepare for that and it won't make you worried and burnt out and and scared about the future. You know that this is your time to be in your word a little bit more, do your affirmations a little bit more, reassure yourself a little bit more. If it's springtime and the money is good and things are going well for you, then you know you need to plan for the fall because it's coming, Right? So we go through those things. So when you encounter those things, you're not in a position where you feel like you lost or stuck or in fear or anything like that. So I call it a sisterhood, right? The best girlfriend. I'm the best girlfriend that you didn't know you needed. I love it. I love it.
2: And it sounds like a safe haven for women to not be judged. No. Yeah, I love it. No, and I well, didn't, know, in Atlanta. I didn't right. know that you were in Atlanta, so aha, you're gonna be fixing computers and, <laughs> <laughs> and you
1: know, check this out. And, you know and, and check this out you know, we have fun too because you know, I tell people most of uh, the groups is, is you don't, we're not heavy all the time. Right. It's like, oh, you know, it's this and that. And she's been through a lot. Right. I'm not that person all the time. Right. I still hang out. I still have fun. I still drink. I still do all these things. Right. But the difference is, is I love myself just a little bit more. And I know who I am. That's it. And I get my reassurance. That doesn't mean my life has to stop and I have to change. I just have boundaries now. So, we're gonna take another pause
2: for the calls. I am your girl, Butterbee Rocka. This is a very special song to me. This is my song. Make sure you check out the music video entitled Promised Land.
3: Just if the one great makes just believe
4: indie artists. We are looking for that fire. So if you got that heat and want international exposure for your next single, contact our team for submissions details. Exposure in Italy, London, Japan, South Africa, Nigeria, and Canada. inquiries only on instagram and facebook at transparency talks podcast
2: so why do you feel you need self-love to succeed
1: because without it you're just going to be walking around uh and letting other people direct you in your whole entire life they're going to tell you what love is they're going to they're going to give you their definition of what love is And most of the time, if you look at your relationships and everything, we all encountered it, how much we sacrifice and put other people first, besides ourselves, because we love them, how people are very selfish. If you don't give them what they want, then you don't love them.
2: Right. Right.
1: But when you understand and you love yourself, then again, you can have those boundaries, right? Where you can say, uh, uh, I love you, but I can't disrupt my peace. To give you what it is that you need now you you're not gonna like it and you might not like me but i have to be able to protect myself and that sounds harsh but i'd rather keep my sanity
3: right
1: then go over that bridge with you honey i can't do it no more
2: okay and why do you feel it's important to have girl, girlfriends who support your self-growth journey
1: because at the end of the day, those are the ones that you can hang out with and that you can chill with who will hold you accountable and let you know the truth, right? Because that, that woman on the other side has went through some things too, or you speak in life into her and you guys serve each other, right? Right? So when I'm talking to you about what's going on with me, if you've been through it, you going to speak life into me, but B, you're going to tell me you could get through it. I was there. I know where you are. I know the challenges that you're going through. I can't walk in your shoes, but I could definitely tell you, you could get through it because I'm here. Right. And if I can get through it, then I know you can. And here's a couple of resources that I can give you, but you got to go through this journey on your own. I wish, I wish I could take it away from you, but I will be cheating you if I do. The only thing I can do is cheer you on on the sideline, and when you fall, I can pick you up, and I can and I can root you on to continue to walk that journey. But I promise you, when you hit that finish line, girlfriend. <laughs> All them bruises and them scars and everything, you ain't going to do nothing but release and let go because you 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 conquered something. You got stronger, right? And that's what you need. That's what you need that sister for.
2: Okay. What advice would you give a woman who doesn't recognize their own
1: worth or value? Take a look in the mirror right now. Find all the things that you think is wrong with you. And then try to find one positive thing and start from there and go to I'mLovingMe.net and come see me. Let me tell you why. Because if you're sitting up there telling yourself negative things over and over again and you trying to figure out, you know, how can you start this journey and what can you do? You can't do it by yourself because you never did it before. The stuff that you tell yourself, if you sit up there, it's like, oh, I got pretty eyes. You don't believe that. You, somebody told you that. But you don't believe it for yourself, even though they might be pretty. Right? Every time you look in the mirror and, and and you see the things that are going on with you, if you're doing a whole bunch of negative self-talk and you can't get yourself together, that's what you got to reach out. You got to reach out to somebody that will inspire you and speak life into you because right now, You don't have the energy to do that. You need to learn how to practice to get there, right? And that's not a a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. And let me say this. Don't feel like because you are not there, you are a bad person. Just understand and know life events that happened to you got you up to this point. Right. But that doesn't mean that you have to stay there because there is something in your belly that keeps asking you to find a way out. I don't care if you think that you want to expire. There is something deep in you. It could be your kids, great grandma, whatever, whatever you feeling that is still leaping in you that's saying you can figure this out. You know that you are better than this. You know that even though you don't feel love, somebody out there does. Grandma did, right? You miss her. But listen to what she told you and get on that and understand and know when grandma was talking to you, she was speaking life into you. And that's what you need. That's what you need. Right? Because you can't do it right now. But once you build up and you get stronger, I promise you, you'll be like me talking all day. (laughs) (laughs) Talking all day.
2: I was talking to a girlfriend of mine and we kind of was talking on this subject recently because a lot of people have pride and won't, you know, want to tell people that they're going through things and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, they fear, they're fearful because they're afraid that you are gonna go and tell their business. Why? Because it happened before.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That's why. That's why it's there. Other than that, you have diary of the mouth, diary of the mouth. I'm an open book now. But before, no, because I was afraid that you was gonna go ahead and tell my business because I am really afraid about what you're gonna think about me. I'm not sitting up there saying because I'm a private person. No, that's not it. It's the fact that if you see me for who I am, if I take this mask off to you, then I'm vulnerable. Right. Of being judged. Of being judged. And when I'm vulnerable at being judged, it hurts me because I was judged as a kid. I judge myself already. I already wake up and don't like what I see. So if you validate that, what is that going to do for me? It's going to make me believe that. Right. So even though I do believe it, I don't want you to see that I believe it. So I'm going to sit up there and say I'm private. I don't want to do it. It's all a mask. So that's why we say you got to take the mask off and be vulnerable. Know who your friends are. Right. And if if you're not able to be vulnerable in front of the people that you with, that you call friends, you need to evaluate your friends because there's something about them that you don't trust or you don't trust yourself. Maybe you need to leave.
2: Okay, so we're about to wrap this up, but I want to talk briefly about Girls Leap. Can you tell us what that is and what inspired it?
1: Yes, Girl's Leap is our business program for our women who are in business, Uh, the ones who really want to focus on growing their business. Like I said, that's the the revenue strategist part, right? Um, That community I'm building up of women entrepreneurs who really want to take their business to the next level and basically what we do is um, the leap is learn, earn, advance and profit. And I take you through those four stages. Right. In order for you to uh, uh, to do well in business, you got to learn. There's a lot of things that you need to learn. You need to learn about taxes. You need to learn about uh, having a business plan. You need to learn a lot of stuff in the beginning. You don't want to. You want to do what you want to do. That's the reason why you got a business, but you got to learn. Then you need to know how to make money. That's the earn part, right? You need to know how to sell. You need to know how to talk to people. You need to know how to network. You need to know how to love yourself to come out of your shell so that you can go out and you can speak to people, right? And then you need to learn how to advance scale, right? how do you take what you learn how do you take the little earnings you have and how you advance that how do you scale that how do you take that to the next level and we spoke about that earlier you look at the business model you see how you can compare right and then you profit you put all that damn money in the bank and then you do it again <laughs> you profit put
2: all no, it in money. the bank and you do it again do it again don't be hmm <laughs> okay well can you tell everybody how they can reach you for yes. all of your different programs that you have
1: yes so i tell people uh if you want to be able to go ahead and work with me go to uh work with gloria ward uh, on instagram um you can email me gloria ward 12 at gmail.com you could go to my website work with gloria And take a look at uh, some of the speaking topics and some of the stuff that I offer there. Uh, You could go to the I'm Loving Me project if you are a woman who uh, is seeking, you know, a healing and and self-growth journey. Right. And this is what I tell people. If you are a business owner and your mind ain't right, it ain't it ain't going to work out that much for you you got to be able to constantly feed your mind be in a community where you feel like you're growing and you're tackling those inner things to help you release so that you can focus on what you love right So we have the I'm Loving Me Project. You can follow us at the I'm Loving Me Project on all platforms. We have wonderful programs there. Like I said, we have wonderful events. We have a holiday gala coming up December 3rd here in Atlanta. We're going to be honoring four amazing women, Butterbee, who came into the project. And now they're authors and podcasters and life coaches, man. And they are they are amazing and i I said within the three-year journey we was able to pull that out i said god i know i'm doing the right thing you know what i'm saying so uh you can uh check us out with that and whatever you know floats your boat just come hang out with us and i love to have fun now i do so it ain't all work you know it ain't all work but we do get work done
2: That's cool. That's definitely cool. I have absolutely learned a lot, and I'm positive that my listeners are learning a lot, too, and will be getting in contact with you. So with that being said, I would like to thank you so much for being a part of Transparency Talks podcast. And um, we are out of here, people, so we will talk to you guys later. All right. Bye.
4: If you like the show, then make sure to share your favorite episode and subscribe to the Transparency Talks podcast.
0: Stress, no stress, want no, no drama Me and you at the party Flexing, moving our bodies I'm not fighting nobody Wanna dance with somebody I can tell that you want me Kill they told she's sorry but you don't even know me We just met at this party You think I'm man, boy. I got this something to ginger you. But if it enjoys you, slow it down, slow it down, boy. Oh, this should look like a clown, boy. I got this something to ginger you. G- ginger you.